What's the right way to do things in your business? How do you figure out what the right way is? Is there a right way? That's what we talk about in today's episode of the Biz Podcast. Welcome to the Biz Podcast, where we're going to talk about running a business you love while still having the life you want. I'm Lara Wellman, and together we're going to talk about dreams, goals, and strategies, but even more importantly, mindset, boundaries, breaking the rules, and getting out of your own way. Welcome to the podcast, Stephanie. I'm so excited to have you here. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. This is my first podcast. Oh, yay. Awesome. All right. Well, we're going to start off by having you tell everybody who you are and what you do. Well, I'm Stephanie Rainey. I'm the former founder and owner of the Aqualife Swim Academy, which was a private, well, still is, a private swim school in Ottawa, Canada, the first of its kind. And now I sold that business in January. So now I'm going on and dabbling in a few things, but I do have a brand new website up that's about adult learn to swim and it's called The Swimologist. The Swimologist. Awesome. And we'll put a link to that in the show notes. I'm excited to have you here today. We're going to talk about a belief that things have to be done the right way. Oh my gosh. Yes. The haunting belief. (laughs) So why don't you tell us a little bit about where you've come around to, like what it is around this belief that has been something that came to you, what you discovered and what you want people to know, because you're the one who proposed this topic to me. And I was like, yes, it's a good one. Awesome. Yeah, totally. As soon as I heard you saying that you're going to be talking about beliefs and things that hold you back, this one first came to mind. So I think it started when I was really small. I was really, you know, kind of a dandelion head, you know, like very fuzzy headed and all over the place and this cute little thing that just kind of wandered according to her imagination. And very quickly I learned because being sensitive and understanding around you and being a very much a people person, relationship person, I realized that people don't really like that when you wander around and don't have an order to what you're doing or do what you're supposed to (laughs) So I had a lot of flack super early on that this is the way you should do things. And not only that, but then this is the right way to do things. This is the right way to clean up your room. This is the right way to do this homework. And it became super uncomfortable for me to just kind of wander around without any systems or rules or order to my life. And so I kind of swung the pendulum the other way and ended up being this person who really started to use systems and try to do things the right way to please and to get ahead and do what I had to do. So I became kind of a little bit obsessed with the right way. And that translated into when I became an entrepreneur as well. And we are taught so many things. And I like to think maybe we're evolving to not be so much putting on our kids all the time. This is the one way to do things. Everybody must fit into these molds. But that's definitely what we've all grown up being told, right? There's a right way to do things. And so that impacts us and can add a lot of stress to how we do things. So then if you're now looking for the right way, What did that mean for you? And what did you do with that? Oh, yeah. Well, when I was a school teacher, I mean, it wasn't so bad. Like, there is a right way. (laughs) There's a right answer. Everything is formulated. You come in, you show up, you teach, you go home, you evaluate, you know, and you put a mark on a kid and you, you define for them what the right way is. So as a high school teacher, you know, those systems work just fine. Um, But becoming an entrepreneur... When you're moving into a space where, yeah, you may have some expertise in one aspect of your entrepreneurial journey or in your business, but there's so much you don't know. 
And it's so frustrating because you just don't know. And at first you don't even know what you don't know. And then you start to wake up to the fact that you need like marketing and you need process documents and you need to bring on employees. And as you grow and scale, according to your dream, so much order has to take place. And there were, there were so many times where I was like, gosh, you know, I'm supposed to do something like in marketing, for example, to get kids in, you know, to the pools and come September. And I'm like, what's the right thing to do? Like, what's the right way to market this? And I remember having a conversation with another entrepreneurial friend of mine, Janice, and she just looked at me kind of strange and she cocked her head and she's, you know, been in business for a long time. And she said, Stephanie, don't you know, we entrepreneurs just make this shit up. Like, don't you know, we just make it up as we go. And it was like such an epiphany for me that, oh yeah, is that really what all the other entrepreneurs are doing? Like, are they actually just making it up as they go along? And so there is an element of that in entrepreneurship that I really had to embrace. Yeah, because it looks like everybody else is doing something that you're not. Then they know something you don't, or at least that's how it feels half the time, right? You're like, how do they know how to do all this stuff? A hundred percent. And you read all these great books and someone's like, oh, I'm having trouble with this. And the business coach that I worked with, she'd be like, oh, here's a book on this. And so I'd read that. So I was like, oh, wow, there's a right way to do this. I just have to read this book and find out how to do it. But then there's also so much making it up that has to happen because not every business is exactly like yours. And what you come to realize is that that person made it up for the business they became successful in. So yeah, they followed a system, but they had to create that system. And that takes the creativity part of it. So if you're always looking for the right way to do it, you can use information out there, but you're not tailoring it to what you need in your business. So if there is a right way, that right way is really whatever you need to pull together to create the right way for you, as opposed to you having to follow somebody else's right way. Exactly. And the other part of that is that if you're always searching for the right way, it's debilitating. Like it becomes paralyzing. You know, you have to do something, you know, you're not good at it because of course you've never done it before or you're lacking in experience or knowledge. And then you just freeze up. And I spent so much time frozen my first two years of having a business because it was overwhelming. I wanted to do it right. I didn't want to mess it up. I didn't want to lose money for my company. So I ended up defaulting to doing nothing. And that was really the worst thing that I could have done. Paralysis is often what ends up happening, right? You want to get it right and perfect so much and you fear that you won't be able to. So you just like, go have a nap. So often, or you flick on the television or you order another book on Amazon that's supposed to be the person to listen to about this subject. And you have to make decisions so quickly in a business. You don't have time to be paralyzed. If you want to keep moving forward, you have to keep putting one foot in front of the other. And sometimes that means making a very imperfect step and then readjusting as it hurts. You go sideways, you go, hmm, that really hurt. I think I'm going to figure out a way to do it a bit better next time. So what I'm hearing is be prepared and embrace being imperfect sometimes. Yeah. I think use both sides of this argument or this discussion, this belief. One, use the side that says you don't have to do it right. You can make it up. You can tailor it. You can do it imperfectly the first time, but just do it. Don't let not knowing how to do it stop you. And then the other end is, you know, when something's really hard in your business and you're really struggling with it, 
go look at people or talk to people or find a book on someone who's done it really, really well, learn from them, and then apply that and tailor it to your business. So it's okay to go looking for the right way to do something in quotes, in air quotes, but don't let it stop you to do it in the immediate future. Do your research and then tweak as you go. And I mean, I have these conversations with clients every day almost because people get stuck and this is where it is. It's extremes. It's perfect or it's terrible. It's systems or it's no systems. We need to all just come together in the middle. I'm not a huge systems person. Like my natural instinct is not to go create systems and follow all the rules. But if I don't have them in my business, my business breaks. I need to know where I can be flexible and where I have to have things that follow the rules. So we all need to find our happy gray zone, but everybody's stuck in this all or nothing of everything. You got it. Exactly. And you can't live in one end or the other. You have to come to the middle somehow, even if it's painful. Even if it's painful. <laughs> we got to figure out how to make it less painful though, right? And it's stepping through and figuring out what things are working. What is the thing that works for you? Somebody else's system might not work for you. That's why you need to be creative. I think too, is taking that 30,000 foot view of your business at times, because sometimes like you're so busy putting out fires. So this is all the pain that's happening in your business, or I call it pain, but the things that are making you super uncomfortable. So you're putting out these fires. I don't know, maybe 10 people are complaining about the water temperature at a pool. And so you're dealing with this on the bottom floor. But after you're done dealing with this, you really have to rise up to that top floor, look down and go, hmm, how is this preventable? You know what I mean? Like, what can I put in place? What practice for my business do I need to take care of this problem that I keep having to deal with? And that's pretty much how I put my systems in place. Something was painful. I found a way to create a system around it. So now that you're in your new business, how are things feeling different having learned all the lessons you learned, having successfully created a business and then sold it? So what's the difference this time, do you think? Oh my gosh, that's a great question. <laughs> the funny thing is, is that after I sold the Aqualife, I had an idea of wanting to do something right away. And so that became the slumologist. But then I realized that I needed time to breathe. I needed time to come down from a very, I always used to call it my big horse that I was riding. You know, it's like this great big stallion. I was like, sort of had it under control, but I wasn't always sure. So after I stepped down off that big horse, I decided I was going to take some time to dabble in a whole bunch of other things. So I started working with entrepreneurs. I started working with my business coach and some of the things she needed done on a one-off basis just to kind of dabble and see if my tastes and my ideas had changed. And I think just opening the doors up, like the right thing to do would be to get right back in and to make some money for my family and create new goals. And because this is the trajectory I've been on for so long, for seven years now. So I think I've kind of broken that rule for myself and said, hey, I don't have to decide right away. You know, I don't have to put my stake in the ground and say, that's absolutely what I'm doing. I'm going to let myself explore other options and take time to take a look around. Take some of the pressure off to go, 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 and just go with what feels good and the flow. And there's that creativity thing again too, right? Like I want to try different things and see what feels good. Yeah. I've realized that I'm not like a single direction kind of person. I always wanted to be where I like dedicated myself to something important and went out and did it. My whole life was rounded, but I realized that I have a through line in my life, but it doesn't always look like the same job. 
I really care about people. I love to teach. Teaching is something that just feeds me. It's easy for me, but it doesn't always have to look the same. It can be different. So I'm giving myself the time just to look around and see what feels like fun coming up next. I love it. Are there any final thoughts you want to leave with people on what they should be thinking through and doing for themselves in their business? I think the biggest misconception I had about business besides just, you know, having the right thing is thinking that you should be amazing right off the bat, that everything should be right. And we just don't look back and give ourselves credit for how far we've come. Just looking back and going, wow, like that's amazing that I put all those things in place and learned as I went. And we have this vision that it should be quick and it's not quick. It's really just one tiny step at a time. It's like, okay, this is a little bit broken in my business or this needs to be fleshed out. Okay, that tiny step is enough. I talk about this with people all the time because everybody has this expectation that they're supposed to have the final thing on the first go, but you see everybody's final copy, but they all started with a rough draft. And so you have to have the rough draft too. The messy is part of it. And going through all of that is part of it. But when you don't let yourself feel okay with that, you're just creating all this extra hard and grief to get to the end. You're 100% right. And to celebrate the teeny tiny step, if you're just taking a tiny step, know that you're headed in the right direction. You're not frozen like a deer in the headlights, and although it's okay to work past that at times, but just even a teeny tiny step, that's winning. 100%. We need to do that all the time because otherwise we just are looking at the next thing, that to-do list that is never going to get short because we're entrepreneurs and we always have new ideas. And if we spend our entire lives looking at what we haven't done yet, you're just setting yourself up for failure versus, can I just look back and see what I did this week? Wow. Even if I'm not done everything. You got it. Absolutely. Each tiny step is a win. All right. So we are going to link to your new website in the show notes. It was just up yesterday. (laughs) Awesome. I thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today and talking about this. Oh, it was brilliant, Lara. I'm so happy we got to have this conversation. Good luck with all of your new business ideas. (laughs) Thank you. I'll keep you posted. 